2 Corinthians chapter 13. Watch what Paul says uh, in verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and 5. When he preached this, how do you get, how do you get faith? And he told you that the faith come by hearing the gospel of Christ. Let me say it again. Faith come by hearing the gospel of Christ. So the message about Christ. All right. So here in, in 2 Corinthians chapter number 13 and verse number 5, watch what Paul said to the church. He says, examine yourselves. Whether you be in the faith. See, what is he saying? You got to examine yourself whether you have, have the faith. Then he said, prove your own selves. That word means to test your own selves. Whether you have the faith, whether you're in the faith. Examine yourself whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know you're not your own self. How that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobate. So otherwise, if you have faith, then that means Jesus Christ is in you. Let me say it again. If you have faith, that means Jesus Christ is already in you. All right. Now, Romans 10, 17 told us how we can get faith. You can't get faith no other way. By hearing the gospel of Christ. Now, this is what why we are so interested in uh, thanking the Lord for giving us uh, our message on Facebook and on our podcast and get a chance to minister to more people. Because if a person does not have faith, then that means they're not saved. The importance of faith, number one, is so you can believe God. Now, if you don't have faith, that's why he said examine yourself. Because if you don't have faith, the greatest problem you have, because you're not justified. Because how is a man justified? You're made righteous by faith. So if you don't have faith, that means that you do not have the spirit. Look, look, look at uh, 2 Corinthians 4. And let's back back to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And we won't look at verse 13. Last week we did verse 15. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. So you're going to, when you see 2 Corinthians 4, 13, watch what it says. Because faith is the spirit of faith. Now we know faith is the gospel, faith is the fruit of the spirit, but here is the gospel. Watch, watch this. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. We having... The same spirit of faith. So we know faith is spirit. So we having the same spirit of faith. Watch what he says. As it is written. 2 Corinthians 4.13. We have the same spirit of faith as it is written. He's going to show you if you have the spirit of faith, what you're able to do. And we're going to look at that also out of the NLT. After we read out the King James. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. He's going to show you, if you've got the spirit of faith, you can believe God. See, people who don't have the spirit of faith can't believe God. 
See, so you got to examine yourself. When God says something in his word, do you fuss with it? Do you argue with it? Or do you just say, yes, Lord, thank you, thank you for it? Because if you don't have the spirit of faith, you question the word. Always, it doesn't make any difference. Whatever the word say, you're going to question that. Because you don't have faith. If you got faith, you can believe the word. Watch what it says. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 13. We having the same spirit of faith. See, if you're born again, you have the spirit of faith. According as it's written, here it is, I believed. See, he's telling you how you got it. You got faith by believing the gospel of Christ. See, what you need to understand now is how many people are getting preached the gospel of Christ. How many people pastor is preaching to them the gospel of Christ? If you are not being preached the gospel of Christ, you can't get faith. You don't have genuine faith. You can't get it no other way. You can't get water baptized and get faith. You can't hear the, the law and get faith. Because the law, now I'll show it to you, Galatians 3.12. But let, we'll get that later, put in your notes. So you have to understand, the only way, the only way, the only way you can get faith, you got to hear the gospel of Christ preached. So we're talking about now, how do I get faith? Because if you don't have faith, guess what? You're not even a believer. You can't believe. See, a lot of times we just go to church and we think something wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You just don't have faith. Because if you, if, if you have faith, when the word comes forth, you believe it. You don't fuss with it. You believe it. But if you don't have the spirit of faith, you could you fuss with it. I can only use that term. You disagree with it. Because you can't believe it. So you have to examine yourself whether you have faith or whether you be in the faith. All right. Now, once again, I'm gonna read it again. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe, see? And therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. So, uh, so when you got faith, you believe. That's all I need to show you. Let's do it anyway. I said it out of the NLT. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Man, when the Spirit of God showed me this, he said, son, most people are talking about faith, but they never go back to the root and find out how I get it. And the Lord said, just like, well, how do you get it? Wow. I better steady on this. All right. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, out of the NLT says, but we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, and that was Psalm 16:10, I believed in God, so I spoke. I believed in God, so I spoke. So otherwise, the reason why I preach 
and I believe in God is because I have faith. See, they all go together. Now, let's go to another scripture that I want to show you why we're here. Well, let me give me, give me, let's get that one I just gave you so they don't pile up. Galatia. Galatia chapter 3 and verse 12. See, what happened to people that's going to church and they are being taught the law? They can't get faith. See, this is not a game. This, this is reality. Churches are filled with people that's not preaching the gospel of Christ. And yet they're having church just like everything is okay. People are still, well, let me, I won't use that. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 12. Let's read together King James. And the law is not of faith. Now, listen to that real good. The law is not of faith. Otherwise, you can't, you can't get the spirit by preaching the law. That was what Galatians were teaching you. Let's read it one more time. Then we go, go back to Galatians chapter number three in the beginning of, of, of chapter three. We're going to look at five through uh, verse nine. But look at Galatians here again in verse 12. It says, the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live by them. Now, once again, say that with me. The law is not of faith. Now, let me show you what that means before I get too far from it, we'll come right back to Galatians 3. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. So when the Bible says the law is not of faith, and we're going to look at verse number 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. After that, we'll go to 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9. So if you're keeping notes for me. Now, here it is, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, King James Version says, Who also has made us able ministers, watch this, of the New Testament. Now, you got to understand, if you are able minister of the New Testament, then you have to have faith, right? Because you, your, your message is to preach Christ so others can get faith. Let me say it again. If I'm going to preach Christ, I must have faith. And I must be able to preach Christ so others can get faith. That's why you preach Christ. So if you don't have faith yourself, how can you preach Christ and others get faith? Faith only going to come by hearing the word. The gospel of Christ. Man, when God showed me that I'm going like, oh my God. What happened to people going to church every day, every day, and they're not being preached Christ. So this is why Paul came and God had him to preach Christ. See, if you go back to Jesus' ministry, this is what Jesus says. Listen to what Jesus says. If you have faith, See, that's why nobody could, they always, even I would, 
was puzzled about some things Jesus said. He said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, watch this, you could say to this mountain, be thy removed, be thy cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe those things you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. So people stopped right there. And they wonder why they're saying, boo devil, and devil ain't going nowhere. And then they're saying, move mountain, mountain ain't moving. See, the beginning said, if you have faith. Well, you couldn't get faith until Paul came. Woo. I hope I'm not the only one in here. You can't not get faith on the Jesus ministry. You could not get faith on the Moses ministry. You could not get faith on the John the Baptist. Nobody, all through the book of Acts, you could not get faith. Because faith only going to come when Paul starts preaching grace. See, you were saved through faith. See, you got to know the difference between, write that down, Romans 3.30. You got to know the difference between through faith and by faith. And most people think they're saved by faith. By faith means you think you're saved because you're doing something, because you did something. That's by faith. Through faith, you're saved by the word that you heard. See, I know the difference. Now, so if you got faith, you believe. That's what you got to understand. See, I, see, I believe. See, I believe the word. Right. So when the spirit, when the spirit tells you to do something, you got to know the spirit because I'm going to show you if you got faith, you got ears to hear what the spirit is saying to you. See, you need to write that down. Like I said, this is the most important message I preached out of 40, 43 years. If you got faith, you have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to you. You hear most people, I don't, I, I don't know what the Spirit is saying. You don't have ears. Maybe you don't have ears. So you got natural ears, then you got spiritual ears. We'll look at that a little later. Hopefully this morning. First service, matter of fact. All right. Now, let's go where the next. Did I give you anything else before that? Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. That's where we're at now. All right. Watch what he says. Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. See, if you're a minister of the New Testament, you've got to have faith. If, you, if, you, if you're a minister of the Old Testament, the, 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 the old covenant is not a faith. See, otherwise, you must understand the process. Put that down, Romans chapter 4. We'll look at verse uh, 3 through verse 9. We're going to show you Abraham. And we're going to put it by there, put it by there, by faith. See, that's why you got to understand why you need to be here. Why you need to make sure you keep getting the word. Because faith does not come because you have heard. 
See, people don't have time to hear and they think they got faith. See, faith come by hearing and hearing the word. And I'm going to show you what that means when I go to 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9. Verse 5 would be my verse. I would be on that. So we're going we're gonna to show you that. So when you just say, I heard that, you don't have faith yet. When the word of God comes forth, you can continue to hear the word. It doesn't bother you. Let me say it again. If you have faith, you can hear the word again. So you got to ask yourself, how many times have you been to church and turned around and went and listened to podcasts? Or went and looked on Facebook? I don't want to hear that no more. I already heard that this morning. See, that's what, when you don't have faith, that's what you say. But when you have faith, you want to hear it again. See, the spirit of faith always wants to hear it again. And see, that's how faith grows. I'm going to show you, that's how faith grows. Faith grows as you hear it again. It's, it, it's no different than a person who already has some of mother's cooking or your wife cooking. I mean, whoever cooking, we're not fussing and arguing, right? But it was, it was so good, right? And you know what? You know what she says? Honey, is there some more of that in there? Come on. Why are you saying that? Because you remember what you ate, right? The, the taste is still there. It's still in the mind. Oh, man, there was some good stuff. So you go back and eat some more. Well, that's how it is when the word, when you have faith. When you got faith, you can hear it again. All right, here we go. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, who also has made us, Paul said, able minister of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. The, for the letter kill it, but the Spirit give life. All right, so you got to understand, as you're hearing the word, you are receiving life from the Scriptures. That's why Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So you got to understand something. They are spirit and life. All right. Now, let's go to the next thing. 1 Corinthians 3. Now, you watch, watch what the hearing and hearing. That's what you're going to get out of here. God called it watering. So, see, what I want from my ministers is to know my message so well, you can preach it again. And what the enemy says to you is, I don't need his message. I preach my own message. See, you don't understand the word. Jesus Christ did not come here with another message. Go back instead of Jesus Christ. He says, what I say to you, I say to you what the Father says. That's why he always said, again, I say unto you. He didn't have a, a different message. He said what the Father says. And people have to learn. That's one of the greatest things I think I learned in ministry. So that's why I'm not ashamed to preach what Paul preached. 
See, when I'm preaching a new covenant, this already been preached. But you know what? I'm a son, so I'll preach it again. If it worked for Paul, it'll work for me. That's how you have to look at it. There's, th th you can't go and say, I don't want that. I, I, you, see, that's, listen, I'm trying to tell you what, how it's going to help you. You have to learn that the pastor is the sower in the church. And the ministers are the waterers. Let's look at this. So you got to understand, and then God will give increase to the word. See, that's why if you're under ministry where the pastor is not a sower, he doesn't know how to sow the word. He does not know how to preach the word. He does not know how to teach the word. If he does not know this, then the ministers will be all over the place. The house will be filled with sermons and nobody will be on one accord. To be on one accord, you preach what I preach. Let me back up to 1 Corinthians. See, like I said, I wish somebody had told me all of this when I started. I wouldn't have had to be going out beating up myself trying to get a message. And then realize that's what the pastor did. And I had to come to learn that God spoke to the pastor he gave him the vision, the message for the church. All I do is repeat it. Do you ever learn that principle? You'll never have any more pride in ministry. Because all your ministry is to do is to obey the word. See, that's why Paul got to be, a, got to be an apostle. And the Bible said, because of the obedience to the faith. To the obedience to the faith. At least 69, right? All right. So from now on, every Sunday just 69, right? Now in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, look at verse number 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 10. When you get to say amen. First Corinthians chapter 2, we're going to come to the scripture. First Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 10 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all, how many, how many is all? If all is everybody, right? He said that you all speak the same thing. See, that's how it has to be in a ministry. We all preach the same thing. You have to find out what your pastor preaching, and that's what you, while you sit in there, you should have your notes out, putting down a message. Put, every week, you should have a tablet with messages. So when, I, when it comes, I say, hey, can you minister Sunday? You shouldn't be like, uh, well, uh, I don't know. I, I, what? You've been sitting on your pastor for how many years? You don't have a message? See, you got to know why. You got to know what you're doing. You got to sit down and take notes of what your pastor's ministering on. So when you get ready to minister, you got a message. I'm taking my time giving you the subject, giving you the scriptures. 
You want to knock yourself in the head trying to get a message from God with, who is not hearing you. You better understand what I'm saying. He's not hearing you. You're not the pastor of the church. He don't need to give you the vision for the church. See, this is what I had to learn. Now I beseech you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no division among you. No division. But that you be perfectly joined together, watch this, in the same mind and the same judgment. See, that's why they had problems in this church. Some of these people was following John baptism. Some was following Paul. Some was following Apollos. See, it was a mess because they thought they were saved by John baptism. Some said, well, I was saved by Apollos. Well, Apollos preached Jesus Christ. He preached Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is not the new covenant. See, you got to know what to preach before you can preach. One of the greatest things that my teacher in, in, in seminary said to me one day is sit down, you little knucklehead preacher. That's what he said to me. And I'm going like, this is me. He said, I know who it is. Because I, I call him Dean Williams. He said, I know who it is. He said, you ain't got nothing to preach, preacher. Sit down. Talking to me like that. Like I don't have anything to preach. Boy, was he right. See, I didn't know there was a message in this Bible called the gospel of Christ, the gospel of grace, that it was for us. Specific for us. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. All right, now Paul is, is, is talking in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Now, he's already, see, you got to understand books. The first book is Roman. You already got saved in Roman. See, Roman is a book where you get saved and get the Spirit. And then you get over into Corinth, you learn how to live. See, every book, see, Galatia is, is for people who still didn't get it. See, they got over to the book of Galatia. Paul had to write Galatians because I gave you Romans, I gave you Corinth, and you still don't have it. You're doing something else. See? So then he come after that with the Father's love in, in the book of Ephesians. See, every book you got to understand what are you doing. But Corinth is the book where you're learning how to live and treat one another. That's what the book is for. So here he's, 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 he's giving them back to the foundation. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes. Now, if they're carnal, you know what carnal means. L let me show it to you. You got your Bible. Look at Romans chapter 8. See, he was telling them that they really wasn't saved. See, they already been through Romans. And see, that's what people don't understand. The book of Romans is for you to be saved. So if you yet carnal, you are not spiritual. You're not saved. Watch this. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 5. Romans chapter 8 verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. To be carnal in the mind is death. See, you're not even saved. You still got a carnal mind. 
but to be spiritually minded is life in peace. See, they should have learned this when they went through the book of Romans. Make sure they say. So let's go back over to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. So Paul said in verse 1, I, brothers, I could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with meat. Hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet are you able. Isn't that something? They still wasn't ready for the word. And in verse number three told you why. Because you are yet carnal. At all this time, you're still not saved. For whereas there's among you, this is how you know. There's among you envy, strife, divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? See, that's what he's talking about. You're still disagreeing with the word. You supposed to got saved in Romans chapter, in the, in the book of Romans. The whole book of Romans should have got you saved. Especially in chapter 5. Especially chapter 5. And verse number 5 says, who then is Paul? See, he's still talking about because they still talking about what church they go to. And who they following. I'm following Paul. I'm following Apollos. I'm following John the Baptist. I'm following Jesus. See, that's where they were. Who then is Paul and who's Apollos? He's going to tell you who they are. But ministers by whom you believed. Even as the Lord gave to every man. So he said, look, Paul and Apollos it's just men who helped you got faith. That was what, let's read that verse 5 out of the NLT. See, the responsibility of the pastor or the man that's preaching the word is to help people get faith. Well, how are you going to do that? You just can't give me a sermon. You got to preach Christ. Because faith only comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ preached. See, that's what's going on. People, people want to preach, but uh, do you know the message of Christ? Do you know the gospel of Christ is the only way somebody can be saved? Do you know the gospel of Christ is the only way people can get faith? And do you know why faith is so important? Because if you don't have faith, number one, you can't hear God. If you don't have faith, number two, you can't believe God. Number three, if you don't have faith, you can't live for God. See, people are still wondering about, oh, no, well, can you walk in love? You don't have faith. It takes faith to love me. See, you have to have faith to love people. You got to have faith. This is why so many people can't give their offering on Sunday. You don't have faith. It takes faith to give God your money. Especially what you're supposed to give him. You can cheat him and rob him, but to give God what you're supposed to give him, you're going to have to believe God. Because I'm going to go back. That's why I told you Romans chapter 4, what you're supposed to wrote down after this. So you got to understand the reason why you can't do things in the word because you don't have faith. My wife, like I said before, my wife had, and I, we had to learn this from God. This is not a game. It's not something I do this week and don't do next week. 
Every week, regardless of what is given to me and my wife, more than 10% goes to the Lord. It's not, uh, I'm going to give you some of this check. I'm not going to give you none of that check. See, you, you're not ready yet to be a cheerful giver. That's not a cheerful giver. See, God does not give you some things. That's not how he gave you. See, we're supposed to give according as he has blessed us. Well, he did not give you some things. You go back and look at the word. He has blessed us with all things. See, you don't treat God like he treats you. That's what the problem is in the relationship. He loved you enough to die for you and you still giving him partial. And said we cool. And you ain't cool. You can maybe cool with man. You go look at your own relationship. You go out and spend half of your check and get a rest of your wife and say, we cool. And it ain't going to work. I need to know what you made. How much was the whole check? Whether I get all of it or not, I need to know really at least what did you make. Let's see what's going on here. I ain't got no amen lights. Thank God for my lights up there. All right. Now. See, God gives you everything. Everything belongs to God. And yet we have a problem giving to God. And why? Because you don't have faith. See, when you got faith, you got the spirit of faith. When you got faith, you can heal God. When you got faith, you can hear the spirit voice when you got faith. See, let me go back and show you Abraham. I'm in 1 Corinthians 3. I can't get out of that yet. I got to finish this. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he told you, let's look at the NLT. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. 1 Corinthians 3, 5. Out of the NLT, just one verse. I, w- I just want you to hear that. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And verse 5 out of the NLT said, After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. See, I like one translation. It said, to whom you have received faith. See, that's all, all Paul did. The responsibility of Paul and, and Apollos is to make sure they preach the word. One going to preach the word, one going to water the word. It's so one going to make sure you get the word. One going to make sure the word is watered. And then God going to give the increase of the word. See, that's the responsibility that we have to work together in the church. And the time is going to come in this ministry. It's going to be time for you to water the word. Will you be ready? Or would you go back and say, yeah, I got a, I got a message. And I can sit here and say, I never preached that. Where you get that from? You're not watering nothing I'm preaching. You got your own thing. How many hear what I'm saying? See, you got to understand, we got to all speak the same things. Apollos could not preach something different than Paul. And when they found out he was, they brought him into the house. You read that story. Aquila, Priscilla. 
Aquila and Priscilla, they brought, found that for my wife. They brought him into the house, set him down, and taught him, the Bible says, a more perfect way. They set him down and said, look, you got some flaws here. You, 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 you're, not, you're not preaching what Paul preached. You're not understanding what Paul preached. You preach a different, a different Jesus. See, there's the Jesus out the flesh, and then there's after the resurrection, that's Christ Jesus. And you got to understand that grace is already finished. You're not trying to get nothing to happen. You're not, see, that's why I told you, if you go back to Jesus' ministry, the laws of the kingdom is give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. With the same measure you meet, it shall be measure you again. That's, that's Jesus' ministry, laws of the kingdom. It's, 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 it's not just give, it's acts. Act and you shall receive. It's not just act, it's seek and you shall find. It's not just that, that's Matthew 7, you get a chance to read that. It's not and the door shall be open. Everything is shall, 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 shall. That's why I tell you, not saved by shall. Shall is, 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 is the past tense. The message of the past was shall. You're not in prophecy, that's shall. You are in the revealed word. Well, the message has already been revealed. Everything is in the past tense now. So you got to be able to know what the word already said has already happened. So you're not here trying to prophesy to get something done. That's what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, everything is telling you what's going to happen. That's why people are still waiting on Jesus because they're still waiting on what they believe going to happen. You're in a different dispensation waiting for Jesus to return. You are not in faith, I can tell you that. All right. Now, let's look at, uh, well, let's finish 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 6. So Paul already gave it verse 5. Well, let me finish reading it on the screen. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5, out of the NLT. That's what I'm reading. After all, who is Apollos, who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Otherwise, through whom you receive faith. Each of us did the work God gave us. I planted. See, he's the pastor of the church. He's the apostle. I planted the seed. What did he do? What is faith? So you didn't get it. Listen what he says. I planted the seed. What is faith? That's what it is, the seed. See, that's what I'm trying to show you in the, in the mess. Most people never receive Christ. Christ is the seed. That's Galatians 3.16. When you get a chance, we'll go over that. There's one seed in the Bible, and that's Christ. And that's what I'm supposed to do is plant the seed. You may not see the person saved, just plant the seed. Somebody else may be the waterer, but if somebody plant it and somebody water it, God will give the increase. You will see that person say one day because you planted the seed. You might not reap the harvest. That's, that's for the Lord. 
Your job is to preach the word. That's what he told Timothy. Just plant the seed. That boy ain't listening. Just plant the seed. You may get in school away from you how many years? All of a sudden he called you back and said, Mama, I, I received Christ. Hallelujah. Because he would not return void. <laughs> Hallelujah. So in 1 Corinthians chapter number. Yeah, ho- hold on that. I'm coming right there. Let me finish this three. 1 Corinthians 3, 5. Verse 6. Let me do verse 6. 1 Corinthians, we're in the NLT Bible. I planted the seed in your heart. See, that's what Paul did. Just plant the seed. And then Apollos watered it. What does it mean by he watered it? Faith come by hearing one time, that's Paul, and hearing, that's Apollos. Come on, you got to see what he's saying. See, all the thing Apollos doing is ministering to the same people that Paul already preached to. So once Paul already planted the seed, he's gone on. So here come another preacher through there. His name is Apollos. And all he's going to do is water, water what Paul already preached. But he got to know the same message Paul knows. How I many hear what I'm saying? He can't preach something else. It won't be watered what Paul watered. It won't be watered what Paul planted. See, the water of the word means the same what Paul said again. So if I preach to you Christ's death, burial, and resurrection for your salvation, and then you end up going to college and a year later, and somebody else tell you, well, look, man, the only way you can be saved through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The first thing you're going to do is hear the voice of your teacher who told you that already. And he's going to warn the world. You're going to be like, oh, man, I think I'm... Then you go ask somebody else, and they'll tell you the same thing. See, they're warning the word. All of a sudden, that, the more water you put in the word, all of a sudden, that seed is going to come up, maybe at night, maybe in the morning, maybe on your job. But once that seed come up, you can't stop it. The word won't return void. See, once you spoke that word and, and, and told those, that's why you just tell people what the word says. You may not be the finisher of their faith. You may just be the author. Hallelujah. Let's move on. All right. So Paul said, I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But watch that. But it was God who made it to grow. Come on. It was God who made the grow. Stop sitting around waiting while the seed come up. You just keep planting. See, that's why I come out here in the morning. I keep on planting. You say, Pastor Crump, man, you ain't nobody hearing you. Oh, I know people hearing me. It may not be you. But somebody listening. So I keep planting the word, keep planting the word, keep planting the word. See, I'm not here, I'm not here trying to get you saved all over again. You've been here for how many years? You haven't got saved yet. I'm going on to somebody else. But I planted the word. You just have you just don't want nobody to water. Nobody else to tell you nothing. I already know. But one day you sit down and somebody get to you and they tell you the truth and you're going to be like, that's the same thing my pastor said. That's the same thing my mother said. And all of a sudden, you're going to receive the word. And when that word, get that water on it, bam! That light going to come forth, God going to give an increase. Your eyes were closed, but now they're open. I was blind, but now I can see. That's what's going to happen. All right, well, I'll tell you where we're going next. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, 
Well, give it to me. Acts what? Acts 18, 24 through 26. We're going to do that out of the NLT while you got it. Is that what you're doing, NLT? Let, let's do King James since you have it. Acts chapter 18, right? What verse? 24. Acts 18, 24. Let's do King James. Acts 18, 24. See, this is about Apollos. So you get around, all this that Paul is talking about really happened. See, that's what the Acts are for. Acts is like the history of everything that the new covenant is doing. It's the history. Uh, Acts chapter 18 and verse number 24, Paul now is preaching at Ephesus. Now you got to understand something. This is an awesome thing because Paul is preached at Ephesus. Timothy is the pastor of the church at Ephesus. John was the apostle at Ephesus. He's already pulling out of Patmos. Hallelujah. All right, now watch this. Verse 24, Acts 18, 24. A certain Jew named Apollo. See, he was a Jew. He named Apollo. He was born in Alexandria, an eloquent man, and he was mighty in the scriptures. If he's mighty in the scriptures, what was he mighty in? See, in this church, I taught you about the scriptures. So you got to understand, I'm not just teaching you a thing. I'm teaching you the word of God. So if, you, if, he, if he was mighty in the scriptures, he was mighty in the Old Testament. See, I told you, oh, the scriptures are what? Old Testament. New Testament is not called the scripture. They're called the letters. As a matter of fact, they really love letters. All right. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, the eloquent man, he was mighty in the scriptures. He came to Ephesus. See, he was mighty in the scriptures. He knew Jesus out of the flesh. Watch this. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. That means he knew the message of Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And being fervent in the spirit, he spake and he taught diligently the things of the Lord. Well, what did that mean? He taught the message of Jesus Christ. So you go back and read the Gospel of Mark chapter 1. It's the message, it is the message of Jesus Christ. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. It's Jesus in the flesh. So this man, this is what he was. Watch this. And the Bible says he spake and he taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only... The baptism of John. See, he didn't know what Paul knew. Somebody say, he didn't know what Paul knew. Now, remember, God's going to use him to water the word, but he don't know what Paul know yet. God Almighty, help me. See, people don't understand. If you want to minister the word, you got to know what I know. You got to take the tapes I'm doing and study them. Then you tell me I'm ready to minister that, Pastor. Then it had no, this had nothing to do with no pride. That's how my wife ministers. When my wife get up here to minister, she ministers the same thing I do. That's word, a word for a house. You go back to Exodus the same way. It was a lamb for a house. You, everybody didn't have their own lamb. Name one lamb for the house. And you go back to the word, there's only one faith. Come on, there's only one faith. We can all preach the same faith. There's only one. We don't have to be different. We need to be together. All right, here we go. Paul now is, is in Ephesus. See, he's already, we started chapter 18. He was in Corinth. Then he went to Syria. Then, he, he, then Paul now, uh, Apollos, he meets Paul, Apollos in Ephesus. Watch this. 
And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, eloquent man, mighty in the scriptures, he came to, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and he taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. See, he knew about Jesus and he taught the baptism of John to be saved. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogues, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. So when you start teaching grace, you are teaching the word of God what? More perfectly. You are not back there in the book of Acts. You're not in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You are in the new covenant. You have to be able to minister the new covenant. That means you got to have grace. You got to have faith. You got to have love to minister the new covenant. All right, watch what it says. He taught the way of, the, of God more perfectly. Perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples, receive him now, who when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace. Now he was able to, somebody give the Lord a big hand. This is easy to see. Now he can minister through grace. He had to be taught. And once he realized what the gospel of grace was, now he was on, on right page with Paul. And then in verse 20, it says, and now he, now he went back. He mildly convinced the Jews. Now he went back. Now he mildly convinced the Jews and that publicly, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. See, he, he, he could not, he had not made grace yet. But at that time, they were preaching the gospel of Christ, the gospel of the kingdom. But he was still preaching the law, the law of Moses. See, you have the law of Moses, you have the law of Christ. He was preaching the law of Moses. Paul preached the gospel of the kingdom, which was the law of Christ. Now, Paul had not gotten the grace yet. See, Paul don't get the grace to Acts chapter 20. Here we go there a little while. Look at Acts chapter 20. See, Paul did not get to grace till he got to Acts chapter 20. In Acts chapter 20, I'm not going to read verse 17 down, but, but he called all the elders while he was there. Ephesus, now he's going to call all the elders down and let them know, I'm going now to start preaching the gospel of grace. Let's read the verse, shall we? Let's go down to verse number uh, 24. We're in Acts chapter 20, verse 24. See, Paul, he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom, which was Jesus Christ, in Acts chapter 18. But now he's getting ready to switch over to grace because he's now getting ready to preach to the Gentiles. And he's going to be locked up. And verse 24 said, but none of these things move me. They just said, they're going to lock me up. Neither count I my life dear to myself so I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord. What was it, Paul? To testify the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know you all whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God. I've been preaching the kingdom of God. I was preaching Jesus, Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ. That's Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's the gospel of the kingdom. That's not the gospel of grace. And now behold, I know ye all whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Why? Because I'm getting ready to preach the gospel of grace to the Gentiles. That's why he had to be locked up. 
he had to go to Rome. And while he's at Rome, he preached to the kings. See, that's what you got to understand. That's, this is the last note. I'm going to give you this note. I'm going to give you the same note and explain it the next tape, but I'm going to give you this note. Faith is your spiritual ears. You want to write down the scripture, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 12. Faith is your spiritual ears. That's why the Bible says, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit say to the church. What was he saying to them? I'm going to show it to you the next teaching. They did not have ears. Faith is spiritual ears. If you're going to preach this word, you better make sure you have them. That's why Paul said he had to pray for them again so they could be formed. See, they didn't have ears. They weren't fully developed. Proverbs chapter number 20 and verse 12 says, The hearing ear... And the seeing eye, the Lord has made both of them. Well, why did God make the seeing eye, the, the, the hearing ear? That's why he asked Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1, what seeth thy Jeremiah? Well, Jeremiah couldn't see nothing if he hadn't heard nothing. You hear what I'm saying? You can't see nothing if you have not already heard Hearing ears come from the Lord. It is called faith. When you got faith, you got ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to you. That's what faith is. Faith is how you hear. That's what faith does. Faith allows you to believe. Faith allows you to hear. Faith allows you to receive. That's what the ears are for. He that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. We'll show you that the next service. Without ears, without faith, you cannot receive from God. You receive from God by hearing. That's why they asked him in Galatians chapter 3, how did you get the Spirit? By the works of the law, by the hearing of faith. You receive from God. You believe God. You hear God all with your ears. All with your faith. Hey, my time is up, man. I'm telling you, this word is so good. I hope that you enjoy yourself. Come on, come on, let's clap our hands. Come on, let's clap our hands and thank the Lord. We're going to come to this camera. Come on, stand up on your feet, would you? Come on, stand up on your feet. We're going to thank God for that word. First Corinthians chapter 15, that's why you got to be able to receive from God. That's why you got to be able to believe God. First Corinthians chapter 15, moreover brethren, this is the gospel of Christ. Moreover brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you have received. See, he's telling him, I preach the gospel to you, and you've already received, unto whom you already have received. Where you stand now, you're walking in this by which also you are saved. If you keep in memory, see, you can't, you can't forget this. What I preach to you, unless you have believed in vain. I deliver you first of all that which I also received. Paul said, listen, I'm the, I'm the sower. 
I'm giving you what I've already received. Was Paul didn't have not received faith? If Paul didn't have ears to hear, how can he help them? I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how Christ died for our sin. How did he know this? Because he had ears to hear what the Spirit said to him. Nobody taught Paul. It was the Holy Ghost who lived inside of you, who would teach you through your ears, teach you through your faith. If you got faith, you can hear what the Spirit is saying. I deliver you first of all that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the scripture, and he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scripture. He got that from the Holy Ghost. When the spirit of truth has come, he shall teach you all things. He shall take your mind and show it to you. That's why you got to have faith. Hey, my time is already gone. I thank you for yours. And the door of faith is open unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org.